podcast that teaches you how to have a higher quality sex life, where I share cutting-edge research in neuroscience and psychology, relatable stories, and practical mindfulness-based skills so that you can maximize your pleasure potential and unlock more awareness and energy in every area of your life. I am Master Life Coach and Mindfulness Expert, Danielle Savory, and I am thrilled to be on this journey with you. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to It's My Pleasure podcast. I am super excited to be here with you all today. Sorry if my voice is a little bit scratchy. I have been doing so much coaching and masterclasses, a bunch of interviews lately and talking, and I am my throat is like, we're not used to all this. It makes me think about all of those singers, you know, that are on the road for so long and they're just singing their hearts out like every single night on tour. Like, I don't know how they do it. I mean, I guess that's why they always have these vocal cord burnouts over time. Anyway, I'm drinking my throat coat tea and we're going to have a fun time today because we're talking about your inner bitch. Now, what do I even mean by the inner bitch? This is really just how I hear so many women referring to the inner critic in their head. And I'm sure you have a good idea about what I'm talking about. This is that voice that is in your head that's telling you all the time that you're not good enough, that's judging your every move, that's saying you could never do that, that's doubting yourself. Like that we're lovingly going to call our inner bitch. (laughs) She lives in our head. She has all the stories about all of the things. And you know, I think that it's been obvious on this podcast, if you've been listening for me to me for a while or any sort of time, about the importance of treating yourself kindly. And what I mean by this is speaking to yourself kindly. But I wanted to take the time today to really talk about this inner critic, this inner bitch that we all have in us, and really how to relate to her, because it might be different than some of the other things that you have heard of. Of in the past or that you've learned through your own self-growth discovery or anything like that. Now, learning how to not be so critical of yourself is key if you want to have orgasmic experiences, if you want to have more pleasure. And the reason for that is this. When you have an inner critic, an inner bitch in your head that is just spewing nonsense at you all of the time about all the things that you're doing wrong, how you're a shitty mom, how you're never going to be able to get things done in time because you're a procrastinator, you've always been a procrastinator, how the work you're doing is never enough, how everybody else is doing better than you, how you just got to get your shit together and start waking up early and meditating and going to the gym and cooking more healthy dinners and making a meal plan and, you know, bringing cupcakes to your kids and spending more time and you should probably be present. Right? All of the things that we hear all of the time, that starts becoming this inner dialogue that we're having with ourselves. It becomes this inner narrative. And when we are talking like that to ourselves and we're not aware we are talking to ourselves, like that, we become identified and we're subconsciously believing what our brain is telling you, right? So you're believing the inner bitch's comments towards you as being true. They they might not seem true when you think about it. You're like, okay, hold on a minute. But when you're in it, when she is telling you that you can't do X, Y, and Z because you're not smart enough and you don't have the right degrees and you're never going to make it and who do you think you are, 
We believe that to be the truth. And when you're believing that to be the truth, when you're in these neural pathways, what happens is it triggers your entire stress cycle. Imagine if you had somebody outside of your brain that was telling you you suck, that was like, you know what? I know you have these big aspirations in your life, but you're kind of shitty. You know, you're not really that good of a person. Uh, You never follow through with stuff. You obviously don't have everything together like Susie Q on Instagram. So I don't even know why you're trying this. It's never going to work. You don't even follow through with stuff. You've got nothing valuable to say. Just imagine if somebody outside of you was saying that to you. Really in this moment, I want you to close your eyes. Obviously, if you're not driving, close your eyes (laughs) and imagine someone saying that to you. Imagine even you saying that to your best friend. When you really start to immerse yourself in the words and the nonsense and the unkindness and sometimes even the hatred that is being said in your head It's shocking, right? But what happens in your body is you feel it in your body. If you closed your eyes and you started to say some of those things to yourself that maybe you're saying, like when you look in the mirror, like, you're so gross. Why would anybody want to make out with you? You've really got to get to the gym. I can't believe you've let yourself go like this. No wonder your husband doesn't want to have sex with you. Of course I don't want to have sex. Look how disgusting my body is right? Can you imagine somebody saying these things to you? And when you really start to feel about somebody saying these to you, you'll notice that your body starts to close down. You've now triggered the part of your nervous system, that fight, flight, or freeze part of your nervous system that just instigates the whole stress cycle. You usually have cortisol flowing through you. We start to cower. You know, usually when we're being spoken to like this, it's not a a fight or flight, right? Flight is like running away. Fight is uh, going and like beating this enemy up. Usually what we do as women when we're being talked to like this is we shrink. We begin to freeze. We close in. We feel numb. We feel like somebody has punched us in the gut. This, my friends, is not a good environment for pleasure. (laughs) It is actually a hostile environment that pleasure doesn't want to come to, nor can it thrive in. So being less critical of yourself is key for you being able to be more open, more curious, so that you can really start to tend to the environment. You've heard me talk about the container, right? The container for pleasure to thrive and enter begins really with the way that we're speaking to ourselves. You don't want to create this hostile environment inside of you because then you're just operating at this part of your nervous system that's always at the simmer level, that's always at the stressful level. And that is not going to help you feel more desire. That's not going to help you be able to connect with your body. That's not going to be able to help you bring more pleasure in and have amazing orgasmic experiences that you want. 
So we really need to learn how to take care of this inner bitch, right? We really need to learn how to take care of this inner narrative because it is literally holding you back from the pleasure and the turned on woman that you want to be. Now, I want to talk about this inner bitch in general because she shows up all of the time and it doesn't even have to be related to sex for it to impact your desire in your sex life. If you're feeling really down on yourself because you yelled at your kids and you haven't been present with them lately and you're just so irritable and you're short-fused your body is still going to be having that impact of being spoken to in that way. So I know this might not seem that it's directly related to sex, but it is because we are talking about your body, you as a whole human being. And if you're wanting to increase your desire, and if you're wanting to experience more pleasure in the bedroom, we have to look at the type of container that you're creating. So perhaps your inner bitch really shows up when it comes to mothering. Perhaps your inner bitch shows up when it comes to some of the goals that you're trying to do. Perhaps you're a business owner like me, and she shows up when you have have put something off or you're not putting yourself out there or you're doubting yourself or you're like, who do you think you are? And you're questioning your expertise or the knowledge or the things that you have to offer to the world. Perhaps she comes up around your body a lot, what you actually look like, how you should just get exercising more, how you shouldn't be putting those kind of things in your mouth, how you're just treating yourself like a garbage can. She can show up in so many different ways, but she also does tend to show up in the bedroom, right? (laughs) She can show up like if you're in a particular position. I remember right after I was done breastfeeding, my inner bitch would totally show up in the bedroom when I was in a particular position and I would look down and I would see my post breastfeeding boobs and they looked like these (laughs) water balloons. You know when you fill up like a water balloon and it's all like skinny at the top and then it's like all the water goes to the bottom and it's just bulbous (laughs) at the bottom. Anyway, um, so I remember my inner bitch being so unkind. Like, really, Danielle? Like, you think that's sexy? Like, look at what's happened to your tits. I can't believe it. Like, get out of this position immediately. This is so disgusting. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, really mean. Like, my body just nourished and took care and grew an entire human being. Those boobs are fabulous. But my inner bitch didn't really agree. So she could definitely show up in the bedroom. She can show up if she's like, oh, you're really taking a long time. Let's get this show on the road. Uh, I can't believe you're making that noise. Make sure that if you do orgasm, you're not too loud. You don't want to scare them off, right? You can't say no now. You already started things. Don't be a tease. You're not even doing this right. How could you not know what you want? You're a grown-ass woman. What's the matter with you? He just asked how to make you come and you can't even answer? Seriously. So the inner bitch can also show up in the bedroom. But what we're doing when this inner bitch shows up is, again, we're believing the words that she's saying. We hear it and we're like, you're right. I am taking too long. Why don't I know what I want? Am I broken? Am I ever going to be able to figure this out? Yeah, my boobs are really gross. I should totally just like put on a bra or lay on my back and kind of prop them up with pillows because this is not attractive. 
we start believing what we're hearing in our brain, forgetting that they're just thoughts. They're just thoughts and they aren't truth. They are simply mental activities happening in your brain. Now, most of the time, these are just going on and we've gotten so used to it, we can't even have the knowledge or excuse me, the awareness that it's going on. We don't even have the awareness that this is even happening in the first place. But once you start to bring the awareness, once you really learn how to observe your brain, how to really become the watcher, like you're in a watchtower, like Cinderella's or Rapunzel's watchtower, and you're watching things happening below, you'll begin to see what's going on in your brain. You'll begin to see all of these thoughts and this inner narrative that is constantly putting you down, that's being critical, that's questioning your every move, that's thinking, who do you think you are? You'll start to become aware of your inner bitch. Now, usually what we hear out in the world when we have brought awareness to our inner bitch, it's like, yeah, she's there. Just go tell her to F off, right? She could just go ahead and get out of here. We don't need that kind of voice around. We would never be friends with that. And we just want to push this voice away. We want to tell it to fuck off. But guess what? This doesn't actually work. Have you ever heard of the term like whatever resist persist, right? So if we're just resisting all of the time, this inner dialogue that's coming out, it just gets louder. It just becomes like more adamant, like, hey, I have something you really need to hear. Your boobs suck, (laughs) right? It's like, I really want you to know that. And it's like your inner bitch gets adamant and louder and louder until you really, really hear it. So when you just try and resist it and just tell her to F off, then it doesn't work. It doesn't work because we're not really addressing it. And also when we're just saying, hey, you know what, go ahead and fuck off here. The other reason that this isn't working is because remember, we're trying to create an environment of ease, an environment of love, an environment of acceptance and compassion, right? We're trying to create this environment that pleasure thrives in because we want to have more desire. We want to be that turned on woman. We want to feel alive and lit up. And when we have this inner dialogue that is very bitchy, that is very unkind, and then our solution is to meet it with more bitchiness and more unkindness. And like, look, you can't say that stuff. Why don't you get out of there? We're just meeting hostility with more hostility. (laughs) This still doesn't create the environment inside of you. It doesn't make the container in your mind, in your body conducive to pleasure or desire. So really what your inner bitch needs is love. Now, I know that sounds counterintuitive. I know you just want to like, once you bring awareness to this voice and this narrative, just to get rid of it, to cut it out of you. But the fact of the matter is, it is a part of you. This inner bitch is part of who you are, and she needs a little bit of love and acceptance too. It doesn't mean that you're agreeing with her. It doesn't mean you're condoning her really shitty behavior towards her. But we also are learning how to accept all parts of us, even 
the bitchy parts. Because when you learn how to accept all parts of you, you are being part of the solution, not part of the problem. So the first step here, like I said, is becoming the observer, becoming the watcher, being able to see when this inner bitch enters the picture. Being able to see how she is talking to you, how she is treating you, the tone of her voice, okay? That's the first step. We're bringing awareness that this is even something that's happening. When you start thinking of her as a separate entity from yourself, like, hey, this isn't the truth. This is just my inner bitch talking. This is just my inner critic. You know, maybe it's like Debbie Downer or, um, you know, negative Nancy, or maybe it's somebody that's kind of like, like a Tiffany, like a Sweet Valley High sort of gal, whatever it is, right? When you do that, you're immediately not being part of the problem. What happens in your brain is when you start to see this narrative, when you start to see this storyline as being separate than you, you're allowing yourself to see this just as mental activity that's going on in your brain, and it's not you. You are the observer. You are the space holder. You are like the in charge of the container of your body. This is just one part. And that separation between you and the voice is really important. And it's the first step to be able to move past it. So you bring awareness, you see, oh, well, I can watch this going on. I can see this voice. I can see this narrative. I also know that it doesn't feel good when you're talking to me like that. And that's when we can understand too that this part of us is also deserving of a little bit of acceptance and a little bit of love. Now, the thing that I find so helpful, because at the beginning, when I first started to do this work a really long time ago, is like, but I don't want to talk to myself like this. I don't like what she's saying. I don't agree with her. Like, why would I love on her? Why would I accept her? And the easiest way for me to be able to start to reconcile this was to see that this was just my brain working to keep me safe to the ability that they thought was best, okay? And what I mean by that, usually when we have an inner critic or somebody that's being really judgmental or holding us back from doing the big things by putting us down, you can start to see that the brain is really just trying to keep you safe from making any kind of changes. The brain wants to keep you exactly where it is. This is known, this is cozy, this is the familiar. I don't really want you to go do the big thing. I don't really want you to be seen. You know, you have to keep yourself in line, otherwise people won't love you and you won't belong. This is all a safety mechanism for the brain to keep you where you're at, to not have you change, and also try to ensure that you belong by using the messages it's learned along the way that you need to be a desirable, kind, thin, beautiful, perfect, loving human being in order to be loved. And we just know that isn't true, but the brain doesn't know any different. And the brain has taken all of these messages that it's learned and it's delivering it in a very tactless way to try and keep you small and not growing. 
So when I started to recognize this in my own brain, that this wasn't just trying to be mean, it was just a very misinformed way of trying to keep me safe and trying to make sure that I was lovable and not doing it right, not doing it in a way that was even good behavior. That was the entrance for me to start to be able to accept this. So you can just see that this inner bitch is really just trying to keep you in a place of being lovable or desirable or, you know, comfortable in this familiarity of your life. That she's just doing it in a very unattractive way. (laughs) She's doing it in a very unkind way. So you can say to this inner bitch, instead of fuck off, like, hey, of course you're here. I was accepting, like, I was expecting you. Thank you so much for keeping me safe. I really appreciate it. Why don't you have a seat though? Here's a cup of tea. Let me brush your hair, your long, beautiful blonde hair, or maybe she needs her nails painted, or perhaps she's like, you know, one of those old grannies like Maxine. Do you remember that comic book character? Like maybe she needs her pack of cigarettes and her cozy kitty slippers, and she just needs to hop on the couch and just calm down. So you want to just see this inner bitch of like, hey, thanks. I can see that you're really trying to keep me safe the way that you know best, but I've got this. You know, here's your robe. Here's your slippers. Take a seat. Here's your cup of tea, whatever it may be. And I got this. Just this switch is going to take you from doing something that already feels hostile to your body and taking it to the next level. Now, instead, we're actually diminishing it. We're creating an environment in you that is loving, that is compassionate, that is accepting. And this is the type of environment that desire and pleasure thrives in. So to all of you listening this week, Give your inner bitch a little bit of love. She doesn't mean to be so awful. She just hasn't learned another way. And at the end of the day, she's just trying to keep you safe in her own way. It's just very misinformed. So we can kindly ask her to sit down and to be quiet in a very loving and accepting way as you continue about all of your endeavors in life. As always, it's been my absolute pleasure to share this episode with you. Can't wait to talk to you next week. And if you haven't yet checked it out, I encourage you to check out my mini course, Making Time for Intimacy. Making Time for Intimacy is the first step for more orgasmic, more pleasurable, and more desire between you and your partner. This course is specifically designed so that you can start prioritizing you. You can get into the right mindset, have the direct actions and the communication skills needed to start putting your pleasure, your rest, your nourishment at the forefront of your mind. You can find that at daniellesavory.com slash timeforintimacy.com. You can also take a look in the show notes for that link. This mini course is going to change your life. It's only $7. Hope you enjoy it. Have a lovely day and I will talk with you next week.